Let's go. Binge Town, how are we feeling today? It's your boy, Dave, and I am joined by the usual anime squad of Alki and Kyle. And after 10 years, we are ecstatic to be discussing the series finale of Attack on Titan. Not even going to bother with the title. It's just the series finale. Um, I imagine we're going to be here a while. It's going to be a very long discussion about the controversial ending. And I want to preface this also by saying that this ending is extremely complicated. So if it seems like me, Alki, Kyle don't understand something, it's probably because we don't. So yeah. before we get into it any further, uh, I just want to route everyone over to our podcast channel, Bingetown TV. Check us out on whatever podcast app you're listening to on Spotify, Apple Pod, you know the works. Follow us also on all of our social medias, Bingetown TV, X, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. We also X have never our... gets old. <laughs> never does. We also have our Discord fired up and we'll have a link in the description if you want to join our community. And now getting back to the series finale, I'm just going to say that I have always been on team. This was a great ending. Uh, when the manga finished, it was certainly split about 50-50, I would say, on whether people liked it or not. Just getting right into it, Kyle, since you're the rookie, I want to hear your thoughts on the series finale as a whole, and then we'll get Alki's. I thought like the the initial, we'll call it like 80% through, was like going very well. And then, like the last twenty percent ish is is shaky of like a like there's just some conversations that happen, and it's like okay, okay, and then a line is said, and it's like wait what and then and then we move on a little bit, and then like something else happens, and I was like, "Wait, what type of deal um, are you talking about the Armin's combo with Aaron? yeah, that was just like a long conversation that had like a lot of twists and turns in it. I'm there's sure a lot that, of like the, the glowing worm obviously is a huge question mark for you, maybe there's a uh, lot of like like um. I don't want to say like I guess like mechanics of things like how things can happen what is going on type of deal questions that I had but to be honest like on like a pure like emotional level like I finished and like I was feeling all of the emotions and I was like okay like that was not nearly as bad as I was anticipating given like the the level of vitriol that I've seen on the internet about it <laughs> yes but I think like once like I, I started reading like a really 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 long post like trying to explain all the things and like where potential plot holes are and things like that feels like if i had time to like step away and like use my brain instead of using my heart then i'm sure like maybe it'll go down in my head but i i feel fairly satisfied about the ending go ahead alki i uh when i was re when i read it for the first time i thought it was good like i thought aaron died in a satisfactory way he died and i felt pissed and happy at the same time you know i think that was the whole purpose of the ending and the purpose of the of the manga like his friends his best friends felt the same way and i was part of the whole journey so um i i thought the final fight was really cool i liked how he could summon the past generations of all the Titan powers. I thought that was sick to be honest when I first read it and seeing it come alive on the screen was pretty awesome as well. Um, I liked Aaron's conversation with Armin cause it felt, it just felt so like real. And like, there was just like two dudes boys shooting the shit, you know what I mean? And, and like, and letting it all out there. Uh, we got the, live animated version of the one of the worst manga panels of all time with <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole hip, hips like saying she, yeah. he never wants her to move on so yeah. that was funny i think that honestly the the 
cringiness was was worse in the manga. Like this, his like face was in agony and stuff. But I'm happy it's over now. I mean, it's been dragged on. I think that all the movies was were really well done. I thought every season was so good. I hate the hiatuses in between. You know, I envy anybody that gets to just rip it through from front to back. Um, because I think it'll carry yeah, the message. Very... It will. It will punch, pack that punch like so much better. You know, and especially me, that it's hard. Be a very interesting I, experience. Yeah, like I've known the ending for what two, three years at this point since the manga officially ended. Um. And I've been waiting for it to come out, like come out in anime format. I'm glad it's finally here. So let's let's divulge. Yeah. Just one last comment that I have is when I first read, I remember reading it for the first time and being just like completely confused. I didn't even know what to feel, kind of what it sounds like, Kyle, you're feeling a little bit here. And it was kind of the same thing with Alice in Borderland. When I first watched Alice in Borderland, I was like, I don't know what to feel. But personally, after I let it simmer for a couple of days, I, I've I've come to appreciate both endings and I've come to be on the side of team loving the ending. Um, so we'll see if we can get you there with these uh with this podcast discussion. But we're just gonna start this uh this discussion. I apologize in advance if this seems a little sloppy. It was just like things were all over the place. So I'm gonna yeah. do my best to kind of lead us through the the charge and walk us through this in a somewhat organized manner. But obviously we start the episode with things that ha with the ending of last episode. So I'm not even going to bother coming that, but we do find out that uh, Zeke's body is also going to be hidden within the founding Titan um, in Aaron's body, just like Aaron is hidden somewhere as well. So um, they decide that in one minute from when they've landed on the founding Titan that Aaron or sorry, Armin is going to unleash the colossal Titan and destroy everything in his path and try and kill Aaron He's disappointed in himself a little bit here for clinging on to the hope still of wanting to save Aaron and everyone at the same time um, is kind of t telling uh, like Armin that this has to be done. Mikasa seems to be the only one throughout the episode who also feels like they <laughs> naturally naturally. Yeah, of course, the three homies from the OG, you know, they all are going to want to talk this out, but we'll find out that that is not the case. Um we just get a series of great action shots here. I mean, the squad is fighting old iterations of the nine Titans, which great concept. It's so cool, right? Like, especially how each design is so unique and individual. Like you can still kind of tell which Titan is which. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, like there's the mm -hmm. Warhammer, There's the jaw. There's a, like an old iteration of the cart Titan. This was just something that I remember reading and just really appreciating because one, it also emphasizes that Aaron's ability with the Warhammer Titan and the connection to the past is just completely broken if he's able to summon legitimately every iteration of these Titans. And we see that there's probably hundreds of them that they have to go up against. And Nine generations, right? Yeah, hope is quickly fading for the group here. Um, but Kyle, thoughts on these these Titans? Yeah, I just think it's a, it's a really fun concept. And like we know that the titan powers had been around for a long time and i never assumed that we would get any like glimpses into the past like this although obviously the idea of a timeline and the past and the future gets gets muddied a little bit but it's just i, I guess i i assumed it was Aaron, and then i feel like armin makes a comment that it was that it was ymir mm -hmm. or he thinks it was her so i i just it was one another one of those things where like I'm not sure how it's happening, but my eyeballs are enjoying that it is happening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Again, I think you you worded it perfectly there that it wasn't 
Aaron's doing that one of the Aaron's goal was just to move forward with the 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 rumbling. He didn't like you know he wanted it's spoiler alert he wanted to be stopped kind of it seemed like and so yeah. his only goal was to move forward whereas Ymir had these thoughts of actually wanting to murder all of humanity and so she was the one that summoned all these old titans which kind of makes sense with her story of being of being the first creator of all the titans you know the colossals the rumbling the ones in the walls everything or just was her creation um yeah. peak yeah go ahead wait a second i'm sorry and i don't mean to start with the question no. right off the no, rip we're... but like <laughs> i i thought the whole thing was emir was like in love with i guess maybe we'll get there but she needed somebody like mikasa to end the cycle that was like her goal isn't that isn't that what? I feel like that's that's not a conversation for right now. We'll get there when we have to. It feels like, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it, but <laughs> but Peek uh, <laughs> takes advantage of this. She notices that you know things are for the worse for where she just needs to get in and destroy whatever she can of Aaron's nape. She makes a charge at his nape, avoiding all the titans that she can. She is definitely one of the most nimble titans that we've seen. So. It, she, kind of makes sense that she's able to get there and so when she does finally get to the nape she wraps all these that uh these charges around aaron's neck is ready to blow the blow him to kingdom come when she is viciously pierced by the warhammer titan that we actually know i forget their name already but it was the same variation that we saw back in the um charge on marley willie tiber tiber right yes yeah. someone tiber something tiber it wasn't it a Tiber? Woman, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Willie Tiber, but I believe it was a Tiber, or okay. if not like his girl or something like that. But yeah, I was completely. I a lot of this was like a blur for me. So seeing Pete get stabbed here, I was like, "Holy shit! How does she get There's out of this?" A lot swamp? going on. They're flying around with the ODM gear, and they're all, literally there's every person has like three near misses where there's like a jaw titan like jumping off a rib bone to like snatch them out of the air and then something happens at the last second and gets them out of there yeah people the are looked really good people are floating like in and out of consciousness people are constantly getting saved here like we see levi saving jean um which i always have to shout out my boy levi when i can because he is just the greatest and then um we also get a quick shot again of i have his name actually written down now it was secretary muller who was the guy that was the one over the mic last episode talking to everyone saying that we need to end this cycle of hatred here um just gives another great speech here just saying that we just even though we only have three cannons at the ready let's be prepared to use them we aren't just going to sit here idly by just watching you know the marlin soldiers rage yeah my soldiers rage oh (laughs) greatest speech of all time Um, baby but it's just so many great action scenes here everything the animation looks so crisp i mean there was really not a single complaint for me everything was so well drawn and well done kudos to the team for putting this together i'm not going to say it was worth the wait (laughs) but (laughs) the tension's there though for sure yeah because again it's tackle titan it feels like anyone could die so like connie's just like hanging underneath the off the spine like gene catches reiner like all of that stuff and i'm again like you said it's a blur i'm not even sure there was the order of all of these events that are happening but again it's like okay is this like reiner he's not gonna go out this way but like is gene gonna be compromised because of this like connie's just hanging out mikasa's frantically trying to to do what she can type of deal so it was like oh my god okay what the hell is gonna happen next yeah i um i really i mean this isn't 
the first we've talked about this, but I really enjoyed seeing the whole crew fight together. Armin at some point even refers to all of them as the scouts, like as a collectively, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty badass because they are, you know, and he did it a couple times throughout the episode. Um, I really just love Aaron's ability to summon the old Titans. Like, I think that's so fucking cool. I know we kind of got past this point, but I didn't get a chance to comment. Like the older armored Titans, how they just look like, like, yeah, the like one had like a, on yeah, a rock on his head. Yeah, like that was so sweet. And I guess the iterations of the animals, that must be Beast Titans, right? See, it's really funny because that Mi- I actually what that wasn't no, as so clear really, in the manga for me. It's funny because Mikasa actually, which I thought was really relatable, makes a comment a little bit later on saying like, oh, it's in the pig's mouth. And they're like, oh, is it a jaw titan, car titan or um, beast titan? And she's like, honestly, I can't tell. And. I was the same way. I some of the some of the jaw titan and cart titan iterations were identical. It was so hard for me to tell, and especially when they're flashing by you in a quick moment, it's hard to just focus in on like the jaw that might be emphasized for the. So it was just it's funny that Mikasa was absolutely struggling because I was looking at him. I'm like, ah, I'm trying to piece together which ones I think are what, and it was hard for me too. Yeah, and Annie's like, get serious, and it was like, <laughs> you think you think Mikasa's not taking this seriously? <laughs> like, what kind of comment is that? I um, I really thought uh, it was like a pleasure to see Annie in the mix of it. It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah she kind of my... fucked shit up elementary school theory coming true <laughs> what's Pretty, that a little predictable he, he said falco was gonna that falco and then we're gonna him. show up because falco's beast titan was gonna have wings mm-hmm. um worked out i thought it was good i mean the shot of mikasa with like the wings behind her looked really cool i remember reading that shit i was like what like yeah. how the fuck and it was cool i thought the actual design in the anime was a little better uh yeah, for yeah. his wing the light like, coming down through like the the rib cage too it just it just looked really really nice and it's just i mean of course it's so obvious but his name is falco like falcon so oh, right yeah yeah uh something that was just hinted at you know a long time ago and now it's kind of coming back full circle a little bit here but one scene that i'll also call out in these action shot scenes here that we're getting um after you know we find out that ymir is the one controlling the um the old titans but armin kind of sees bertolt uh, in a flash really quickly uh, we see Bertolt's Titan appear and then eats Reiner I'm pretty sure right this is when Bertolt's yeah. Colossal Titan eats Reiner and then just eats his body but things Reiner look gets bleak fucked up, as usual but there's a conversation that quickly happens after between Reiner and uh, Jean and it's it's a very cheesy co- uh, conversation about you know trying to motivate one another to keep going but I just thought it's just it's when they're when they're talking to one another and it's Jean like holding Reiner for his life it's just crazy to think about how far we've come and it's so cool seeing the ultimate progression like of all these characters because not only like just two seasons ago Jean would have done anything to kill Reiner and he's the one here trying to push him through all the like Reiner is literally telling him just drop me you know suicidal reiner classic you know he's just like just drop me i'll transform do something and he's like you're just gonna get (laughs) trampled by all the titans that are down there like why would i do that and again a very cheesy conversation but just i'm thinking back when it's happening i'm just thinking back of all the the fights and conversations that we've had in the past and it's just so cool seeing how they're just they're boys now he was like uh do you think we're gonna lose and he's like yeah probably and he's like well might as well just fight till we can (laughs) anymore that, Which was pretty fucking badass. It's badass. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, I just I those that, two. 
that scene made me realize that this like final season over all of the parts has made me like really enjoy that their characters i they're i mean top five characters for me i argue i mean they might be a couple of my favorite characters Reiner actually, and Dean. John, we're going to actually yeah. put a pencil in that. We're going to do that at the end. Top five characters. We'll just try and uh, quickly list them off. We won't think too much about it. So just as we're going off. Yeah. <laughs> just like Reiner. But yeah, tr- just as we're going through this, off. just try and get five names together and we'll see if how how similar we all are by the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quickly here, Levi, I, I couldn't tell if he loses his leg or if it's just basically it's, incapacitated. It, it's the yeah. same thing. His, I think his regardless. knee mangled. Yeah, it's basically, I think it's a, a point of there's no return for his leg. Um, but who else? But like we said, Falco comes to save them. The irony of the bird, you know, with his name, the symbol of like hope and freedom and across a lot of just books and pop culture references. So it's just the irony of it all. Um, again, here, Mikasa now is the only one who is wanting to save Aaron. I think Armin has come to the point of realization that we need to kill Aaron, but Mikasa here on on Falco's back is discussing with everyone that she wants to be able to save Aaron, and they're like, look, we want to save Aaron as well, but everything has gone so poorly that we our only option is to kill him. Like We, can't, we don't have time to decide of how are we going to save him. We need to just do it, and obviously that hurts Mikasa to the core, but she seems like she's on board with the plan as of right now. And then we get a quick shot of Marlians and Eldians still bickering on the mountainside, which is just like <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, it's like, come on, get your shit together. You are literally facing death yeah, right there in front of you. And you're going to point guns at one another like, oh, one side just needs medical attention. The other side's like, no, because you're Eldians, we're not going to do it. It's, it's just stupid, yeah. honestly. And who else but Secretary Mueller? Mueller, whatever his name is, comes in to defuse the situation. In the time, it's kind of a cliffhanger. He fires off some rounds. We don't know if he fires at the crowd or what. True. But who else but Secretary Mueller has come to uh, the rescue? Here we go back to the the Falco squad, and we just, the team decides that they need to split up. One squad needs to go rescue Armin, while the other squad needs to detonate the the charges that are on around there mm-hmm. Aaron's neck. Reiner taking on the Warhammer Titan, I thought Ooh. was so, yeah, he's a beast. Dude, dude Reiner's I, the the design of the Armor Titan one is just already so badass. Reiner himself is just we've seen to be probably the second best fighter behind Annie in the whole series. Well, I guess third because Aaron does whoop him one to one in whatever season it is. So regardless, still a top three fighter and just the way his huge ass armor titan, he the way he can move, you know, still fire off some like great punches and yeah. grapple people. It's just so cool to see. I like how he was using some of the Warhammer weapons too. Mm. That was yeah. fun because I feel like we don't really get to see him use weapons. I feel like he would be insane if he had. Imagine if he had like a fucking shield and like a sword. Well, speaking of, I thought it was so cool to see the the Warhammer Titans fucking use a bow and arrow Dude, like that, that was sick them all like was just crazy. Lo- all on the bones just looking at falco and they're just like falco you're gonna have to dodge some of these arrows and yeah. it's Which just all projectile yeah it was just like 30 of them just yeah. launching at him i thought it was so badass yeah. that was awesome yeah i like i said I, I thought that was the coolest part that's what makes aaron so st- like you want to tear him you can tear him high i mean the, he's he's resourceful mm-hmm. i mean and the, we didn't talk about last episode the beast titan is is literally just like 
uh, yeah, like, lightning like rocks into yeah. his hand yeah. and then just winging him. So it was like unlimited ammo. As yeah, well. it was like a combination of you know the Beast Titans just you know ability to use his arm and throw things, but also the Warhammer Titans ability to just conjure material. So it was just seeing them fused together like that is just really cool. But um, John and Peak are the ones that are moving forward with the detonation around Aaron's nape, and I Peak had skyrocketed for me after this scene, man. John and her, oh, dude. It is so badass. John's just moving forward. Peak's providing the support. Peak just going in and out of car Titan form and just saying, like, I will do this however many times we need to do this in order to win. Uh, I don't that's even crazy. Remember, that's just like, one thing I don't remember from the manga. Yeah, it's just I don't remember that from the manga. And I'm just sitting here like, why is Peak so much more cool than I remember her being? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shame that she looks whack in the Titan form. Yeah. Um, like everyone else just looks way cooler in their Titan form than she does. Yeah, it's, it's just the face. It's just so yeah. weird. It's just so much better when she has like a mask over it to kind of, yeah. no, not look at her long elongated face. But yeah, well, she's also just like straight skin. Like mm-hmm. at least some of the other people have like different things going on with them. They're struggling, and then Reiner is also struggling because he gets the eyes to die treatment here. He gets uh, yeah. he has like fifty arrows in him. He's completely surrounded. Every like five minutes, there's just like a faint glimmer of hope, and then like people are like looking around to like analyze the situation, and it's just like, oh, there's Reiner with like half his face, and then <laughs> there's Peak with like missing her legs and shit. It's oh, just like God. everything. It was so crazy to see the progression of how they get out of this. Um, but yeah, this is where Mikasa makes that comment about, oh, there's the the pig looking yeah. beast cart jaw titan that it's captured like, how- Armin complication after complication after complication after complication like especially what Aki's saying like all the powers it's like oh my god he can do that oh my god he can do that oh my god he can do that and it was just like oh my gosh i guess the one thing we forgot to talk about at the very beginning is that armin gets captured by this beast titan yeah. thing and it's just kind of gross though that it's it's tongue that captures him and it's like it like daubed in his mouth so he doesn't bite himself yeah so he can't bite or hurt himself <laughs> like it's just it's gross but like it they had to be, it had to be done had to be done um and so uh levi is also reminiscing about erwin here and how he's never failed one of his orders in the yeah past. speaking of what is the final order that Aaron said it was killed killed the beast titan at the charge when he's like give your you know kyle's the speech when he's like my soldiers yeah. rage his they discuss there he's like we're oh, going to be a yeah. distraction and you're going to kill the beast titan uh, he just he has never this is the one mission that's been yeah. eluding him now for for us, it's been years, but for him, I don't even—I don't even know what time is like for these guys at this point in time. Weeks, maybe. Yeah, months. there's been time skips going on. Yeah, very damn, true. Dave, you just got chills for that. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm watching you have the chills right <laughs> yeah, now. It's, it's all great content, man. Yeah. I love. I, re- I really like the the Levi kind of thoughts here too. When he's just kind of like, right, it, maybe I'm too early. So let, let Dave no, just talk, and then no, you're good. I just—it's good because Levi was just kind of that generic character that was just the muscle for Erwin for so long. And we really flesh him out these final seasons here. Like without Erwin, he he's kind of finding out who he really is. And yes, he's always going to be loyal to Erwin to the grave, but he's also figuring out like what he wants to do in these moments. And I think this is just a great, this is also the, like the culmination for me of like Levi, my Levi love is, one, he's always been a badass, but two, like he actually becomes a character, it feels like by the end, you know. Yeah. 
Now, I actually. This, oh, sorry, Kyle. You're good. I'm just curious. Is this where he has like the like maybe this was our role? Like maybe like do you ever think that like getting the kids to the sea was like? Yes, this is exactly this part. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was that was very interesting. I'd never anticipated like a level of of introspection from Levi at that level. So, like you're saying, Dave, he's becoming like more of a of like a three dimensional character. Actually, I wanted to piggyback on uh, to piggyback on what you're saying is exactly on the wavelength that I'm on. Um, while it was unfortunate as a viewer to see Levi um, be dismantled to his state, his current state. Um, he led these kids to where they are now and to um, he helped develop their abilities, their decision making skills, and he acted as their, you know, leader for so, so long. So it's only fitting in a way that they're leading the charge and he's there kind of um, to Still support the muscle. Yeah. yeah, like to support. And I thought it was a nice uh, layer to his character and. Yeah, the only thing, only time we really showed him, the, we, the only time we've seen him show him, uh, excuse me, the only time we've ever seen Levi show any serious affection has been for Irvin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in this introspection, you see him <laughs> prove that he does care about these kids a lot. Yeah, yeah uh, it was, I it was, it was nice cool. to, to get that like kind of decisive, like I have no regrets about choosing Armin over you, and he compliments Armin oh. too in that way. That yeah. was just like hell yeah! Like Chills, I, man. my Chills. soul needed this. <laughs> I, yeah. it's so sad. You're you're absolutely right. He, he's accepting the consequence of him not saving Erwin. But the thing was, is that Erwin, I guess, lost that sparkle in his eye. You know, he when Levi first met him, he had this sparkle in his eye about, oh my god, like I can't wait to find out what's out there in the world. But what the cruel reality of the world does to people is that they lose hope, and maybe that twinkle in Erwin's eye. You know, with the confrontations with the Beast Titan and everything, and his his addictions to wanting to find, you know, uh, Aaron's dad's basement and everything, he kind of lost himself. And I think Levi, you know, saw the twinkle in Armin's eyes, and he was like, "This kid, he's a little clueless, but at the same time, he's motivated. Like, this is just the kind of guy that we need to like get behind. This is someone who can understand the situation without like focusing on one yeah. thing." And just, you know, kind of ruining the plan, I guess. It's good for the scouts. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sure. especially by the end, we'll get there when we get there. But when they're all in the ship and Armin, like, kind of talks through the entire situation, yeah. it's just he he really is a great character. I was never like for maybe like first three seasons, I was never like totally into Armin. But honestly, once he eats the colossal Titan, his character just it grows. It, he has yeah. to grow so much, literally. I always knew how much. <laughs> I always knew how much potential he had because in the beginning, yeah, it was there. He was like a top, top student like or whatever. Wise, maybe yeah. right, and he was smart. Um, I admittedly got irritated with him and with um, even in these podcasts where we've talked about him, and I even said it last episode about just how will um he's like harping on trying to save Aaron and all that. But overall, he is the man. I mean, he's the leader. You know, he is everything Aaron kind of couldn't be uh, with this group. You know, he's more mature, level-headed, logical, and he led them through this disaster. You know what I'm saying? He led them through the end of the war. The end of the the world. Yeah, like, and he is... Yeah, it's crazy to think that, like, 
he saved everybody too. He saved humanity. He's part of well, just as much a hand in as the rest of them. I mean, he takes the credit. Yeah. He says he killed Aaron at the end, which is wild. But you had something, Kyle? I was just gonna say that it's crazy to think like from episode one, if you would have told someone like if you were Aaron whispering in someone's ear in episode one, like look at this little blonde kid, like he's gonna be mm-hmm. the leader of the scout regiment when like we win the war that saves the world, like you would have never ever believed it. Yeah. And also Alki to your like that criticism of Armin, like Armin would be the first person to agree. He would probably even bring it up before you. Right. That, like that was like a flaw in his character. But I actually um I think one of Armin's great qualities is how um self-aware he is. Yeah. And even to a fault at times, it's probably yeah. a little a little detrimental just because it leads to a little bit of because then like, it's a lack like a of little, confidence. Yeah, and like exactly, a, like be a little decisive, you know. I don't know yeah. if Levi ever felt that um Erwin's fire had like diminished, but maybe, I, yeah, maybe that I think wasn't that, like the right way to put it. Uh, I think that he just his time was up. Yeah, like he he recognized that with all this new information, and because at the t- you have to remember at the time that this happened, like beast timing was new. There was all this crazy shit going on, and everything was being uncovered. He was just in jail, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like he had just got released from jail. Whatever, there was a lot of turmoil. Mm-hmm. Levi recognized in that moment that Irwin has brought us to this point. It is time for somebody else to take us further. And um, don't forget, it's not like Armin became leader at that point. It was Hanji. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a matter of keeping him alive or not. The selfish decision was obviously Irwin. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And me selfishly, too. I I remember being like upset. Honestly, I hear you. Uh, Irwin was so cool. Every shot of him the end of the story it feels good that his story like ended and like went the way it did you know like it feels good that we could like look back on him where we're at versus him like physically being there for these moments in a weird way it feels like better yeah it's because i agree kind of the the show kind of tells us that you know especially eldians with i guess with the titans and everything in their blood and everything that they just never really die so that's it was great getting those Shots like it was Erwin, you know, he's the one standing there. He's looking over Hanji. He's looking over Levi at the end. But, you know, it's yeah, through the it. pads, they knew, right? They knew, him. they knew they had to give him him like we needed to see him with our eyes. Oh, yeah. I am. Um, he needed to be a part of the ending. man. He needed to. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it would have been sweet if he lived till the end. But you see the result and and you see all of his efforts get um, fulfilled and redeemed. You know, he's redeemed. None of it was all of it was not for nothing. He sacrificed everything. Yeah. And so I got a little choked up here too when Armin is kind of like yelling at himself, his like unconscious body in the past before he realizes he's in the past. He's just he's calling himself like worthless and pathetic. And we got choked up because this is the point where I'm like, Ar- you're really not Armin. You know, yeah. you are such a leader. You are a great guy. We love you. I know we, you've killed, you know, thousands of people, but. <laughs> Um, that was just something that really got to me a little bit. Realizes that he's in the path and he sees Zeke um, at the same time. We get this like very, um, it's just, uh, I guess, uh, symbolic, you know, the shots of the baby. So the the rumbling is coming oh, yeah, and, you know, the humanity is backed into legitimately backed off into a corner of the edge of a cliff where if the rumbling keeps coming, people are going to have to start jumping and, you know, taking their own lives in order to to you know avoid being crushed um mm. everything kind of goes black and white 
but the only thing that we can really you know make out in color is the blanket on this baby which now that i'm thinking about it was also the same color of uh, as mikasa's scarf i'm pretty sure so i'm not sure if that was symbolic that was probably symbolic in some way i feel like i can just say things were symbolic and it just makes (laughs) me sound smart so yeah these scenes were interesting because i guess it had kind of refocused what the rumbling like really was doing because i guess for me it always felt like aaron was like leading the charge type of deal but like if he was actually leading the charge then like like how were these people at the back of a cliff if they right. weren't like being run down by aaron himself at the front so mm-hmm. i guess it was just like recentering the idea that like it's so spread out correct like that you know, there's, and there's so many fronts to the battle like obviously they know they need to stop aaron to stop everything and else, it makes like, it it ties everything in at the end when they're like 80%, you know, you yes. killed 80% of humanity. So like they that, walked in all directions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what like, yeah. something I also forgot kind of like what, what you're saying, Kyle, too, is I thought it was just, you know, however many of them there were just walking forward in a straight line, but it's, you know, they probably started in a circle like the walls were and they just kind of expanded <laughs> outwards. Yeah. Just crazy, man. Up. But these walked up. just another, Freestyle. you know, fucked up scene, just like kind of like what the spe- the previous episode gave us with everyone like kind of burning <laughs> alive and things. Just kind of just more dude, it's so yeah. fucked up. Oh my god. Like I can't believe it like, actually like trying like the brief seconds yeah. before they get stomped, like trying that to like stop crazy. them. Yeah. Have you like Kyle, if you were wherever you were and you learned about the rumbling? Like, did you actually believe it would get this far? Like, I think if I were you, I would probably have theorized because I didn't really have anybody to piggyback shit off when I was reading because I was just sometimes it would be I would read multiple chapters at a time where I'm going with this is like I would have probably theorized, okay, he's going to like try to start it and they're going to stop him before anything bad happens. And then, you know, but actually a lot of bad shit happened. Like the worst happened. It's crazy. Technically the worst, but also the best case scenario because like the plan well i guess not really because the plan works but it doesn't work it's hard to say but i would yeah. say man i guess i always thought of it more of like a like it gets introduced to us too like it gets introduced to us and then the first kind of idea concrete idea of it is like more like a defensive thing so i guess i never right imagined. you were a jaegerist let's not yeah. forget yeah exactly <laughs> like it being like a, we're gonna kill 80 percent of humanity you'd be that guy at the end like marching um through fucking paradise with guns and shit i'd be fucking hitting that breaststroke over to marley with the fucking rumbling bro i'll be riding on their back in a flameproof suit <laughs> you're People- maniacal I'm just going to get to this right now since we're talking about the 80% and everything. There are people that like legitimately try and break down the math of how many people actually Aaron killed. And I mean, this is such a wide range number, but this person says I estimated between tw- it's going to be a wide range, but he's like, it's either going to be between 20 million and 50 million people that he murdered. Well, because lower than I thought people were going to say, I thought people were going to like grossly overestimate. The world is like, the actually surprisingly small. Like, if we were to look up a map of yeah. where it is, like, Yes, paradise is just a small part of it, but the world itself isn't like you know Earth big. I would say it's it's not it's not Earth, it's not Earth. It's not it's not okay. like it take place. It takes place on our planet. I always this is just a stupid it's comment, like a fantasy thing. Anytime you see the, like the alphabet Land. in an anime, it's always yeah. just like scribbled letters. Mm-hmm. I don't get like why can't they just have English? Like I don't get that, but <laughs> to make it feel, I guess, unique, like, like far, like make it feel alien or yeah, foreign. It's or just like, oh, here's some squiggles that people will be impressed with that we've created. Well, this didn't line. you, you think say that's it, the the Greek in you? 
No. Because yeah. it's like, where the hell's my alphabet at? Definitely. Yeah, bro. Definitely. They actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. Helleniz- so. Didn't they have Hellenization there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, but for real, for real, he did say at the end that he evened it out, right? There were 20, like he killed 20%, uh, he 80%. And now, like, whoever's left is... Basically the size of what Paradise Island was originally. Right, so that means that 10 and 10 was, like, 10% of the population was in the island, and then the the remaining 10 equals 20. I don't know. You could do the math like that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if he did numbers even it out. I think he said, like, they've been brought back to the level of civilization that Paradise is at. Like, they don't have the technological Mm. It could also have been that. It could have been both metaphorically and... Literally, Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I took it more of yeah, like he made them equal in terms of like like their level of civilization and development. It's, it's true, um, but we'll keep going. So now we get into chapter four, which this is going to be the chapter that I'm sure we're going to have the most discussion and questions about. Like it's it's just a ride. <laughs> so we open with the beginning before there was anything living or anything at all. All manner of insignificant matter were just brought to brought into and out of being. Just nothing hung around, essentially. But one thing managed to survive, and that was life. The reason it could survive is because it could multiply. And then in order for it to multiply, it had to keep changing forms and adapting to the point that they we see the people as they are now. You know, that's what Zeke and Armin are discussing in the paths right now. And this conversation still kind of a little bit goes over my head. I think just the gist of it which you can kind of get by the end of their conversation is that Zeke is basically just saying this was why are you trying to stop Aaron? You know, we're all going to die anyway. If anything, death is the ultimate freedom. Um, And Armin counters back by saying it's the small things that you do during your life, essentially that make life worth living and not just about, you know, multiplying Zeke was saying how the, the whole purpose of life is to multiply. Like that's it. Just, Reprocreate whatever, but you know Armin picks out a leaf in the ground, which for Armin is uh, important because it represents the tree that him, Mikasa, and Aaron used to always uh, you know hang around, chase on the hill. But as he's holding the leaf from Zeke's perspective, it's not a leaf; it's a baseball, which we know the significant. I I love that too, which we know is the sim uh, is the the big thing between him and. The doctor guy, right? I, I'm upset with myself that I can't give him the respect that he deserves because you know that he had such an influence on Zeke. Um, yeah, I don't remember his name. I forget. Was he? He was Kravitz? an honorary it's not Kravitz. It's like it was like Crouch, Crouch, something like that. Was he? In, he was an honorary Marlian, right? Like he was Eldian. Yeah, I'm he was. Sure the, he was the Beast Titan. Yeah, he was like the oh duh, yeah, one right. of the Beast Titans. The Beast Titan that's obviously helping them at the end. Yeah, like we see Aaron's he was the Beast dad. Titan before Zeke. Yeah, and then we see the Beast Titan that was. We've never seen it before, so it was kind of like hard to put together. But the beast titan that helps him in the end is right. Aaron's dad was the one attack titan yeah, that came through, right? Two skulls, yeah, yeah. That was pretty badass. Yeah, the um, conversation I feel like was just like Zeke has clearly given up, given up on. Yes, I. It feels like yeah. I have zero, absolutely zero sympathy for Zeke right here. I have yeah. to be honest. It feels like it kind of almost transcends nihilism. Like he's not even worried about morals. It's just like literally like he's like fuck it the basic building blocks of of like thought like if you break everything down to the most simplest form of like we are human beings who are alive who want to replicate and like i don't care about that anymore which is he like doesn't insane, even deserve 
yeah where he doesn't to be, deserve so. to think so like with such a high level of philosophical whatever it's yeah. he's yeah. as part of it he's as much as a part of it i saw online that people, the rest like, of weren't them. people weren't very happy with like how easy it was to just like convince him of like hey like here's a baseball bro like let's go save the world um type of deal because <laughs> I, even before he had like been a character that was like enjoy the little things in life yeah I but the way for me i wasn't thinking that way but i thought it was because mainly he was trapped in so yes. he got eaten by you uh the founding titan whatever and so he was he has been trapped here for thousands of years yeah, trying to talk to right trying to talk to the founding founder yamir and i guess all these conversations are whatever that he is having to try and convince Ymir to stop just led him to getting to the point that he's like, okay, give up. Yeah. Yeah. And I get people's complaints with that, but I think it's cool for Armin because he was always the one saying like, let's have a discussion. And everyone's like, no, there's no discussion. And we kind of, he kind of gets the W here with having a discussion. Like he breaks through to Zeke. Zeke realizes his worth again. And Zeke is now because he is the one that has the elder blood in him. I guess he's able to communicate with other iterations of Titans, like Aaron's father, um, the beast Titan prior to him and kind of inspire these people to go against Aaron. And so we see in that translating into the real world where now these iterations of Titans are now defending our squad of Mikasa, uh, Reiner peak, yeah. all of them. It's definitely worth it for like, for me, personally the visual of like the squad helping us out mm-hmm. for sure thought that was a fun way to bring them back and so and even through all that you know we were just talking about how zeke is just saying oh death is the ultimate freedom and just coming fresh off that conversation with with armin guess who shows himself it's zeke he reveals himself he just looks at levi he's like yo bro come get me if you want you want me if you want me and it plays into it works well because you know Levi's obvious like his hatred for Zeke is through the roof, and so he gets to kill Zeke, and then Zeke also gets to feel the the satisfaction of death. And and yeah, but also there was a purpose. First of all, I was I mean, fucking fired up yeah. when then he chopped Zeke's head off. That was awesome. I love that there wasn't like great. any like it looked awesome. around it either. It was just like he reveals himself and, he's like, and then just in a flash it's, it's like Zeke. Levi. Yeah, yeah. It's just Levi just cutting his head off. It's so-, so he had to die because because he was the royalty. He was what was allowing Aaron to have the use the founding power mm-hmm. at, to its fullest extent or whatever the and because stopped. he chopped his head off he died and the rumbling stopped. Right? For- Correct. The rumbling, I believe, itself, like all the colossal titans below, like they stop, but the iterations of the titans that are on Aaron are still continuing. But I think that's mainly because of Aaron's ability to use the Warhammer. Like that doesn't have anything really to do with the founding titan. Like he can just control them because they're made of the material that he is or whatever, you know? So. That feels correct to me and it's simple enough for me to follow. So mm-hmm. that's how I took sure. it. Like I just took it as the I'm founding in. titan is what controls the 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 rumbling itself like those titans iterations aren't part of the rumbling those are part of Aaron um but yep levi gets this the final blow in on zeke fulfills Aaron's final mission to him yeah is that a rest um, in piss or a rest in peace 
Uh, I'll say it's a rest and piss. <laughs> I'll say fuck okay. Zeke. That's um, fair. But he was abused and shit too by the dad and Aaron. <laughs> like you could say thing. that about literally everyone. Yeah, in the no. Show. That's the thing. Is like, yeah, who is bad? We have yeah. no fucking idea. It's I just think bad. like his euthanization plan, like that's so like it's fucked I, up, but it's still. Is it better? Like that's freaking meticulous. Like at least Aaron's just like I'm gonna flatten everybody. Fuck them. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. It's it's I don't know. Yeah. I I Pure was never about perspective. It's utilitarianism wise. Utilitarianly, I feel like it, it <laughs> it's probably more compassionate. Yeah, I know. All I'm saying is I never was on board with the euthanization, and I yeah. and I, I always mean, no thought it was until we got to this point. <laughs> and I just Air, Zeke was never he was never like straight up throughout his. His intentions existence were, as a character to him his intentions were good not that that's any excuse for me to be like oh this guy's a good yeah. guy but he genuinely thought what he was doing was good but i guess there are plenty of villains in all in all yeah. fantasy that you know they think they're doing right but it's just brutally wrong um <sighs> but yeah no i mean this is just a it's a moral dilemma this entire thing everything that we've, has culminated to is just morally what is right and what's wrong but to keep us going um aaron still is not giving up he um he gets what's happened oh so mikasa is having like just these headaches again of aaron yeah. basically um is this when Aaron like becomes like a colossal looking Titan? I'm kind of uh, my notes. I kind of messed up. Well, there, I guess. first, like I know that Jean glowing. has to blow up the spot. Yeah, Jean, that's Jean what blows okay, the head that's off. Why I have yeah. these notes. Okay, so yeah, Jean is able to detonate the the explosion around Aaron's neck, and there is a little bit of hesitation, but yeah, thankfully it wasn't like Armin or Mikasa maybe holding the det- detonator. It was Jean who has been on the advocate side of we got to kill this motherfucker and. Yeah. He, he pops that trigger. It was fitting that it was John. Oh, absolutely. Because they always butt John. heads. Yeah, yeah. He had the little hesitation. He maniac. fucking insults him, and then he does it. Yeah, and he get he gets his suicidal maniac quote in, and then this is where probably more questions than answers, you know, start to pop up. Aaron's head blows off, and we see this like long glowing worm that appears out mm-hmm. of like the founding titan's body. Which, when I first saw it, was similar to what we saw when. Um, it was legitimately that when he got his head shot when off. He got his head mm-hmm. shot off, and what reattaches yeah. itself to Aaron's head was this this glowing. Thing. I think it's the founding power, right? Yeah, it's, it's, the founding... it's the parasite that gave Ymir her powers too, right? Right, correct. Um, so all the warriors now begin to fight back. We have Reiner, Annie, Peak. It was honestly, it was cool seeing like those three because they were strictly like the Marley side. Like it was just kind of it was just them fighting against the worm and the worms obviously um what it's doing here is emitting a gas and at first everyone's like why is why is it doing this my thought i kind of forgot where it was going with this too i thought it was just trying to you know provide some cover maybe for aaron to get a little bit closer to the glowing worm so that was where i was at at first but then i believe it is armin or someone is the one to recognize what the gas actually is it's what Set it's both Connie village. and um, that's what it is. Um, Levi, right? Connie kind of recognizes this as the gas that potentially is what uh, caused his home village to become all titans. It doesn't affect anyone who already has the titan, uh, one of the nine titan abilities or mm-hmm. Ackermans. Ackermans. Yeah, and so the gas is going, and uh, 
I I don't know where your head was at, Kyle. Did you think this was the end of Jean and Connie? Oh, I thought it because was a fantastic death scene where they're like arms are around each yeah, other. They're right? Yeah, they're boys, right? Yeah, they're, they're like, you know, they they just come to terms with everything. They're like, this is literally what it means to be a scout. Like we we stood on the shoulders of our friends, and now our friends will stand we gave on our, our shoulders. hearts, baby. Yeah, we and it just hearts. felt very very fitting, and it was also like, oh my god, like we had just gotten to the LD and to the Marlians on the plateau, being like. You know, you ain't so bad yourself, whatever. <laughs> and then they fucking turn into Titans. And I was like, oh my God, we just set race relations back 50,000 years again. I um went like three months thinking they were fucking dead. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Cause like, because I was reading ends, it. Yeah. I like, mean, I was like, oh, they're done. I was <laughs> like, I did actually forgot this, like, part of the final fight until yeah, we so. watched it. And I was just like, fuck Aaron, bro. Like, fuck yeah, you, I mean, dude. I agree. You know, like, you got to do this now for what, bro? Like, you're done. You're going to well, lose. You also argue he saw that they were going to live. And ah, true. <laughs> but like, it's it's just <laughs> still so, at the time. It's so at complicated. At the time. Right, right, right. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> it's the important part. Um, But yeah, the, the power of friendship, as Alki loves, you know, it prevails here. Um, We get the, the dream work makes the... the t- Teamwork makes the dream, <laughs> dream work. work. The dream work makes the teamwork, which it, that could also be facts. Yeah. Um, another fantastic POV shot for uh, Levi here that is very reminiscent of his battle with Kenny Ackerman in the in the streets mm. of just you know him flying through call, and yeah. using the ODM gear, just very smooth. He's um, they they jump off Falco, um, who is taking back you know the Ackermans and other Titans back to the battle. Um, Levi jumps down. Basically, combination of him, Mikasa using the Thunder Spear um, to create a whole opening. Armin squaring up 1v1 versus um, Aaron holding his own pretty well, actually. And there he managed to create an opening in Aaron's teeth, which allows Mikasa to come in. Aaron opens his eyes ever so slightly, but before maybe he even recognizes who it is. Nah, that's not true. Mikasa is the one to cut his head off. Um, I thought this was... Yeah. Just shot beautifully, drawn beautifully, animated beautifully. All the decisions felt like the right decisions. You know, like the the relative silence, the slow-mo of like you don't really get to see her swing so much, you just see the blade come up from like the bottom left of the screen and just like slices his hair and neck. Yeah, it just like it was so perfect. It looked so good. I um in this fight, like right as this is all happening, um, Aaron takes a swing. First of all, why was he so big? What was that about? As the why was he like in, as tall yeah. as like a colossal titan? I don't know. You're, just like yeah. all of his abilities culminating. Your guess is as good as mine, brother. Yeah, maybe. whatever. Yeah, final form. Not, yeah, that's probably what it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, like I mean, his final really form. What it was. Yeah. Anyway, um, he was swinging and he like hit a freaking like rock formation as he was swinging to punch Aaron, and then fl- and it's flung like debris and rocks and. Or uh, sorry, Levi just like fucking maneuvered all yeah. through them. That was sick. Mm-hmm. That was fucking sick. But I guess as Mikasa is like cutting Aaron's head off, or like maybe a little bit before, she has this like weird vision. Again, this kind of just reminded me of like a wheel, the Wheel of Time a little bit, like when mm, yeah. um, when the Rand is at the Eye of the World, but then is like with um, Egwene in that like alternate vision Mm -hmm. um but mikasa is having a dream of a reality where aaron actually does not start the rumbling i I couldn't remember was it like they have the war at marley and then they kind of just say fuck it like i think it's when they go to 
Yes. Like, is it yeah. before or after, after that? that? After okay. That. And then, so he's, like, so he's kind of realized sense. that he, his goal is like a little bit ridiculous. And he's like, I don't, maybe we shouldn't kill all these people either way. Him and Mikasa kind of peace off and kind of have their own happiness. And I think this was just a scene. Um, who knows? Maybe it was Aaron projecting onto Mikasa what his ideal, what his, maybe his regret was and what he wishes he could have done. I'm not really sure why they included the scene or how they did. Um, and yeah, that was my issue of watching them was like, how are these happening? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it can like, all that's be- why I'm like a man at the top of this episode of like, I was confused about like the it's the past. It's the past. That's what the I'm mechanisms. Yeah. It's just because they're all connect. They're all Eldians. They're all connected to the path. And now Aaron is basically the ruler of the past. He can essentially bring people to these realities where time just doesn't move. He can bend it to his will is how I took it. Yes. Um, what, I, okay. what I read is that like she has the headaches because like of like the Ackerman stuff and she like has the headaches when like i guess you could say nexus points or like parts of the timeline where like the original timeline splits happen so like that timeline she's experiencing in that memory is like not the the timeline that's like quote unquote supposed to happen or rather like this timeline that she's on so she has like the headache then the memory of like a way that the timeline could have went could have went type okay. of deal but again like i reading that and people being like none but, of this is confirmed like this is just a fan theory that like people are headcanoning so that things make sense yeah but i don't know because like that would imply that this cycle has happened mo- like yeah endlessly and we know it's, it's not a time loop it's you know what a time I mean? loop to aaron it's a time loop i guess because he right. himself has experienced it exactly only to aaron though because mm-hmm. he's been jumping the timeline i guess for lack of a better but also ymir has or it was confirmed that like ymir was waiting for both of them you know like maybe like exactly triggered because they are like the chosen ones almost and like that's and, why yeah. and also not to jump ahead but in and mikasa said you're the one that's been didn't she literally say you but you're the one that's been giving me these headaches all this time yeah so i think to the Amir? theory that I've seen in the past yeah. before is that like there's no such thing as like the Ackerman headaches like really um, Mikasa's are all just triggered by Ymir whereas Kenny's were just like I, I maybe I, I forget what the, the theory was at the end but basically like they're that like all that is just a lie it's just like a front that Aaron presented <laughs> to basically get him to get line. to separate him and Mikasa farther apart like it was he built up on the idea that oh the Ackerman headache is a is like a it's a real thing but it actually isn't but again these are all just fan theories yeah, like so this, she just has like a brain tumor that gives her headaches sporadically all we need to know is that this was like the <laughs> ideal situation that Aaron and Mikasa probably both collectively wished now at this point had happened like you know obviously Aaron has his regrets and we see with his conversation with Armin let me just actually just take us there um which is actually right here. So in Aaron's death. Well, first that happens. Then he, she slices him. And then it's like the vision she has of him. She, then it's like the other. No, no. Flashback. So that all that. Yeah. So all of the Mikasa stuff happens. Heads cut off. Now we get Aaron and Armin as kids, but it's not them. Like it's not a flashback though. It's them in the yeah. paths, just kind of rewalking through life but with the knowledge of what everything has been going on essentially. Mm-hmm. So they start as kids and the first thing that we get is the admit the admittance of Aaron saying that he did all this to make the Islanders seem like heroes. This was always his plan was that he was going to 
stomp the world or a majority of the world in order for them to stop him and make them seem like heroes. Um, and so that's the first part we get here. So Kyle, looks like you have like a confusing thought or question. I'm just like, and I, it's, I guess jumping ahead too, but like, is that actually even the truth? Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, cause he also admits too he, that he, I just wanted to flatten him. Yeah. yeah he yeah, also admits that too. I think it was, I think, I mean, why can't it be both? I, yeah. Like, why can't he just, why, can't his hatred be enough to the point that he actually feels like he wants to flatten everyone, but also at the same time help his boys out, you know? And like he like, knows consciously that this is very wrong and he, but, but he, he wants to do it, but he knows he needs to be hatred. stopped and he wants his friends to stop him so that they are saved essentially. I legitimately think it's both. And I don't have a problem with it being both just because like we know Aaron, we've seen him be that angsty teen for four seat four five if you want to call it five seasons now yeah i mean you got to remind yourself he's a he's a young adult like he wanted to kill every like the moment he sees that water at the end of whatever it is season three and he's like everyone out there is an enemy i want to kill them all like that that kind of emotion doesn't just like disappear especially when you have future and past happening all at once when you're just like experiencing hatred like all the time i guess like it's it's complicated, man. Like, and that's what I said at the beginning. Like, we don't have like we're not going to have answers. We don't, we're just people trying to break this down to make it easier for ourselves. You know, try and validate some things. You know, make it seem better than maybe it really is. But it's confusing. It all is I confusing. I don't necessarily not like like these warring ideologies, reasonings inside of Aaron. And I think, like, obviously from a storytelling standpoint, it's cleaner if it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. It just, I guess, it's just like it's just weird. The dialogue itself just is a roller coaster of like, what the fuck is he saying? And like, I get that, like, yeah, reasoning behind that is that like he's just so mentally broken, and like that can be the reasoning for sure. But that doesn't make it like enjoyable, mm-hmm. yeah. or like makes me like feel. And not just maybe the point isn't to make me feel good, but like, it just feels like, what the fuck. So I think it, type of deal, you know, kind of thing. And and yeah, again, like the reasoning can be the reasoning and the reasoning can be sound and there's logic involved. But I guess for me personally, it wasn't like a very enjoyable. I think. So why it, don't you walk through the rest of what he says? OK, yeah. I'll also say, too, that I think that like Aaron leads it off by saying that it was all for them. And then it's I don't think it's a coincidence. And I was that, like surprised in a good way. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. like, this is a good ending. Like, I why are people upset about this? And then he kept talking and I was like, oh, this is why people are upset about this. OK, and then we get them as uh, basically how they were at the beginning of this uh, venture, What like younger teens. Um, we find out that Aaron was the one that sent the fucking Titan to kill his mother. Uh, he originally was supposed to eat Bertolt, but that would have obviously messed up the plan. So he had the Titan go chase down his mom, kill the mom. <laughs> so, I remember I mean, reading just, that shit and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, that I was mean, crazy. Cause that was like one of the most so like, fucked. like that's so seared in people's up. minds from like the first episode is like Aaron's mom getting eaten like that. Isn't also that Titan, like his dad's wife. Yeah. It's his, it's his dad's first wife. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Which is, <laughs> it just comes full circle. Like Luke is just Wasn't watching the royal. She's like a royalty, isn't she? Yeah, she has. I think she is the because yeah. that's yeah, Zeke, the Zeke's mom too. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes, it's not. You're right. It's not Aaron's mom. Sorry, it is Zeke's mom because Aaron mom eats Aaron's mom, and that's why Luke Zeke has the elder them. blob and why yeah. Aaron doesn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. 
fast forward to them as how they look now with i love aaron's design as like with the long hair like the ponytail like he looks so good it's the he best looks... he's ever looked and sounds his voice gets so much better like the the scene where he like in season four part whatever when he shows up at like the restaurant or whatever and he has his hand cut and he unfortunately tells mikasa like i never liked you like that is like the coolest aaron ever is yeah <laughs> yeah he's wearing like the all black cloak oh yeah like the end of that season is when he's like break yeah when he's like shirtless he's jacked and he like throws the cloak on and he has the hair and the pony it's like who fucks this guy (laughs) this guy is so badass but that's why i was like yeah i'll be a fucking jaegerist yep this (laughs) (laughs) it was only for the looks it was only ever for the looks of Um, course pure aesthetics but this is it the reveal that while armin and aaron are just shooting the shit Aaron's just like, yo, bro, I've killed 80% of the population and Armin just, and it's kind of visualized here with the amount of blood and bodies that are piled up here. Like they are just swimming in a pile of blood and teeth and hair. And he like pulls out the hair and And the the teeth. teeth. I was like, oh, I remember like, that's so great. This was just, he lays it all, all out to Armin. He just says, look, this, I've played out these outcomes how many ever many times you know the doctor strange thing he's he's experienced it so many times and this has always been the i guess i don't know if he says the only outcome or maybe if it was the best outcome but regardless this was always bound to happen and armin's a little shocked and this is kind of where for me this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about so armin is also talking about like why did you do all this um and aaron is kind of saying that he wanted to flatten them out but like I, I feel like just like so armin like punches him at some point i just feel like this is him he punches him and then aaron kind of lets out what the real truth is which is he always loved mikasa he doesn't want her to date anyone else he wanted to genuinely flatten all the people like it was like so at first when he was kids he was just telling armin basically the face value of everything like I, I did this all for you guys you know this was all for you to be make you guys be the hero armin punches him and he's like okay if you want the truth here's the truth i genuinely wanted to kill everyone and i love mikasa like that's just kind of how i took it a little bit here um okay i mean because then he's like i'm an idiot and like this is what happens when you give an idiot the power to destroy the world and i was just like man that was the story that was is not that, a, that's yeah, like that the wasn't a good line that wasn't a good line i think it, it wasn't him saying like you're giving all this power to an idiot. I just think he was, I think he was more so saying like, I think it was just self. It was like idiotic. And I don't know. He was just talking shit on himself. He was like Hmm. everything. The, the dust has settled and he's like, damn, he's reflecting. He's like, I'm a fucking idiot. Hmm. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think he was saying he was an idiot because he couldn't make something else like a, a different, he couldn't make it to the best outcome like he's an idiot because he could only get it to the point where he ha- he would have to kill 80 percent of the world is i think how you're supposed to take it but the way they word it is just really weird because like you're making it sound like this whole story was because you're just an idiot which yeah that's what i think I he's it, just calling like, himself an idiot because he couldn't change anything like every, he's just saying all these outcomes are inevitable and that sucks and i'm an idiot because i can't figure out how to change it yeah my like basic brain slash take is like i just prefer it being like his mastermind plan of like him shouldering all of the i still think that's what it is the carnage to when i think on attack on titan them like all of his friends be the heroes even though it's 80 percent of the world personally that's how 
I mean, that's when the I way think I'm on it, take it. <laughs> I mean, when the manga ended and however many years later, three years later, now we're at, that's how I take it. I always take it as Aaron just shouldered the burden of all this. He became the most hated person in the, on the planet all because he wanted to save his friends. That's just like, I think for me, that's how the moral of the story goes. And I'm, if you leave it at that face value, I think it's a great ending personally. Um, I really don't think it's where we, we need to, yeah, it's you know, dissect why he said called himself an idiot. I think he's just saying like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to um, articulate it in such a simple. I think it's just a simple. I think it's just a statement. I just think he's saying he's an idiot because he couldn't change anything. Yeah. Like he just yeah, he's just like change it. Um, but so Armin, in a final act of compassion, also sh- shares the burden with Aaron because Aaron is saying that he is the one that killed eighty percent of the population. But Armin's like, look, bro, I am just as bad as you. I partook in all of this as well it's not just you if there is a hell i'll see you there which <laughs> there probably is a hell like you know if this were to be like the alice in borderland ending like if we're going to go to season if an extra season if we were to go there like i think there would be a hell i think both of them would be there and i think they would both live out the rest of their days in hell but happy because they're both there personally now i guess to skip ahead slightly just to bring up a discussion point they can die now because there's no paths correct okay um and so this was another great twist i thought personally and so they're embracing one last time and aaron whispers to him he's like you're i'm just gonna make you forget all of this you're not gonna remember any of it um and they flash and it's actually from it was the scene from last episode where armin was on the ship so this conversation had already happened, which I thought was just fantastic because I kind of made like a hint to it in the last episode. I was like, ah, oh, Kyle, like this is important. Like, you know, I wanted to go out of my way to bring up that Armin for whatever reason sees Aaron in a flash. He like has that. It's just like he's on the ship and then it's just Aaron flash. Oh shit. I'm back on the ship. You know, mm-hmm. like we don't know what actually happened there. So it was just really cool. And it turns out that bird. not only, yeah, and not only was Armin the only one having a conversation, but he was having conversations with pretty much all of the OG squad, (laughs) including Annie too. Yeah. All at the same time, which I just, I thought it's just, I thought it was so good. I thought it was personally really cool. I liked it too. It was a great twist. Yeah. Which I think serves to the argument that it was for them, not just there's levels to it. You know, I think he did want to kill everybody, but he wanted to do it for them. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a fucked up love, but, it is love at the end of the day. Um, What's love got to do with it? And I think, do we get the the OG Attack on Titan song What's here? Yes. We get like another iconic like uh, Attack on Titan song here because it's obviously the wrap up of everything. <laughs> that one? That one? No, 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 no. Isn't that Naruto? That's Naruto, right? You don't even know you fucking fraud, bro. Um, we're we're gonna wrap Those up. Those are the sounds I was hearing in Attack on Titan. So <laughs> I'm say it's Attack on Titan. These are the the final scenes here. We get um, Levi sees the homies. I'm always gonna bring up the Levi scenes. Like we could easily skip yeah. over them, but I'm just always gonna bring them up. Oh. Levi sees all the homies. He sees Hanji, Erwin, um, Hannes, just everybody, and it's just it's great, man. And like him crying he says he kind of understands now why everyone decided to give their hearts in the first place because he never 
really understood it. He was just a lap dog back in the day, I guess. And now he he really truly understands it all. And is this his first time shedding a tear this this entire series? It probably is. There's he's lost a leg. Imagine. He's been blown up, never shed a tear. And he he gets he just he gets what his moment here with the squad. Um but yeah, everything um kind it's of wraps up scene. here. Yeah, we get uh all the parents and children reunited now that Aaron is killed obviously the and the titan powers are no longer in existence everyone that did had that had transformed into titans earlier normal titans is now back to normal so that includes john connie um the parents so i guess my question to you kyle is how do you feel about getting a fake out death here if you want to call it that i don't think it's like it's not like a fake out like yes they had like a beautiful moment but like maybe i don't think of it as a fake out because i kind of knew this was happening I'm on the fence about it. I mean, enough people died, dude. Yeah, I like mean, enough true. people died. But also, like, like, not just not just like who, we need random people. people. Like Hanji died. You know, Erwin died before him. But like in the final final altercation, no one died. Yeah, I know you were looking. Zeke died. I know you were hoping, yeah. not hoping. Sorry, that's a f- fucked up way of looking at it. But I know yeah. we were kind it of just, like thinking that Reiner was going to die. Feels weird. Yeah, I think I was. I'm, I'm not gonna weird. lie. I think that's just one of the things it, it that really I also feels like. Like he is like he being the author was probably like okay, I've made enough people die. Mm-hmm. Like Sasha, we saw. Oh yeah, we saw uh, Sasha yeah. and fuck. I'm so sorry. I there's two of them. It was two of them die, right? Because it's John and Connie. See, I uh, know it's just Sasha. They I'm just sorry. see Sasha. Not, they see Sasha. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else who sees two. But regardless. Um. Yeah, I. It I was, think. Uh, what's his face? Oh no, Levi sees like the whole scouting squad. Um, Mikasa, obvious. Mikasa. Yeah, you're right. That already um, happened. Mikasa, obviously, this is the conversation that Mikasa has with um Ymir, basically saying. Honestly, I don't even know what she was basically saying. I think it was <laughs> just like you chose me, and I fulfilled your goal. Sleep, rest easy is how I took it almost. So yeah. I want to ask something in our in our um, coverage of the season four, I guess, when the pads first got introduced, we first saw Emir's backstory. We did theorize or like at least Kyle, you did. There was definitely some kind of love there between King Fritz and Emir. Like it was visible. It's just again, it's don't just, you think? The, or what was I like an ass theorizing it? And putting in your uh, words in your mouth. But no, was I like an ass saying it subconsciously knowing to be true? Mm. I hope not. I don't know. To be honest, I, I didn't. I didn't go back and. It didn't to resonate our, for you. So all of our matter. all of our coverage. So I don't remember exactly what I said and why I said it. I thought it was nice ago. seeing Emir as like a adult. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing that I read because again, it made I didn't know what was going on when it was like you know it's like Mikasa was the key because like the only thing I think we've seen from her obviously is the Ackerman stuff and the headaches, but apparently the headaches maybe aren't anything but they also never told us they were nothing and i just read online that someone was like because ymir like was in love with fritz and like followed all of it and like kind of like his quote-unquote orders for thousands of years after he died even though he treated her like shit like mikasa was the one that had to break the cycle because like 
she had lived almost the same experience where like she had loved Aaron, Aaron treated her like shit. So like yep. she needed to see someone overcome that and kind of quote unquote disobey the person. It's exactly what I was going to say as yeah. well. I, I think it was more so exactly what you said that um, which works for me. But again, like when I'm reading this on the internet and people are saying like, this is not confirmed in any way. This is just what like fans had. I think that is. one is more so con- like to me kind of almost confirmed. I know like the author never like authors never like just come and have like a sit down QA like, okay, ask me your questions. And like, we yeah, can, like, but like break there's it down. a lot of things in this finale that kind of fall into that bucket of like, but, but this, this one for me sense, feels like given some things going on. So like, we're going to just take it the final lap. And I think this, it's this, this way. One, yeah. This one makes sense to me that Ymir was just looking for the one that like, she wanted to see someone again, just break the cycle. Like she was sick of seeing people, you know, love people and still just, I guess succumb to them and just not be quote unquote free. Like Mikasa is just, she's not free because she's so she's chained down to this terrible person. But now when she kills him, Ymir kind of can like rest easy. It's just, it's confusing. Um, until that, until she doesn't kind of sort of maybe. Um, and then we, we can also talk about the, uh, the headless kiss. Oh my God. If you want to Kyle wild. Like, fucking, <laughs> fucking nuts. Wild. <laughs> The, the, so that I, was the thing. At I the can't episode. imagine me drawing that and being like, yeah, this is it. In special one, I mean, this is the, the beginning of special one is that scene is her going to sleeping Aaron, like holding his head, saying, like, I'll take care of you. And that's what like that's what I said on the podcast. I was like, ah, me and Alki know what that means. But like, God, it means nothing to you. But we knew that it was symbolizing the the, the coming of her kissing the headless. She's Aaron. like a kephalophiliac. Yeah. That's got to be wild shit. Necrophiliac, but I mean, that's the only time like she's going to get her kiss, though. Yeah. It's not like she was going to just bust in there, make out with him, and then take his head. You know, it's got to be. I mean, it has to be at the very end. Like she wanted to get the kiss in, and um, <laughs> clearly she wanted it. But that will put a wrap, I guess, for the most part. Unless you have any comments on like the emotions of like the parents, I guess we can talk about that a little bit. Like it was honestly. Like as much as we hated like Annie's father for a very long time, Reiner's mother for a very long time, it was very sweet seeing her in the very end say, I don't care that you're not the armored titan anymore. And that for Reiner was like anything that's good yeah, for, Reiner for Reiner for me is just, yeah, I just I love it for yeah. him because he again has I mean, they've all it's hard to it's you're comparing apples to oranges here, like with who's more fucked up in the head, but like Reiner's <laughs> definitely had a rough life. And so it was great getting that closure with his mom who, you know, always wanted him to be the armor Titan. And he was never supposed to be the armor Titan, like, you know, and he yep. only wanted to become the armor Titan for her. And now she's saying she doesn't want it. This is great. Wins all around for, for, for our guys, for the most part. I like the comedy beats in the background maybe not even comedy, but I just liked, like, you could see, like uh Jean and Connie seeing Sasha and then like uh Falco and Gabby having their moment. Then like when Reiner and her mom and his mom rather have their moment, like you see Falco tackle Gabby in the background of that and there's like a cloud of, of smoke that gets mm-hmm. kicked up from it. So I just thought that was funny that like the the background was alive in the scenes, even though we're supposed to be focusing on like the yeah. the emotion. I actually didn't scenes. even notice that, dude. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. I, I had a serious issue with the fucking Marlians pointing guns at the Eldians at the end. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, like, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, they literally just did just watch all of them turn into Titans. Thankfully, everything got diffused. Um, we do see the Marlians treating the Eldians that were hurt. Um, really, not well, much after left. Arwen, or after Arwen, after fucking Armin. Yeah. 
Um, Armin steps up. It's like, I'm the one that killed fucking Aaron Yeager. Oh, I yeah. the rumbling. You know, if, if we could still use our powers, like we would obviously be using them right now. So, yeah. And that's a valid point enough for them to lower their guard. And um, is this where he mentions? Oh, no, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. It's on the boat when they're. Yeah, we, we're just going right into it. So, um, however many however many days months go by um, three years oh my god i don't know if i caught that three they years. obviously do look like way older like john's yeah. hair is like way grown out and everything but anyway um they're heading back to paradise island um we're getting a little political here they are heading back to be the the advocates of peace between the marlins and i guess the paradise or i guess outside world and paradise island everyone on paradise island was pro Aaron last we saw them which they're all Jaegerists they're all Jaegerists they're like yeah fuck everyone outside of paradise um so this is just a conversation of their, that they're having about how are we going to convince paradise island that um like we we shouldn't hate these people you know and um it's just getting broken down i mean armin just really maturing uh, the 3 years definitely did him justice he's mis- he's basically erwin Air- 2.0 it feels like now he's just calm cool collected just <laughs> Just saying, I wish there was a scout regiment so he could like actually be the leader. Yeah, but I guess you know it's like Krista or whatever. I have a question, Krista. No, I was just gonna say because at the end, like she she's giving that monologue, and like she's wearing like historia, like or yeah, historia. She's wearing like the new scout regiment jacket, and yeah, that was interesting. So actually, why is she the she's leader because she's royalty number one? Like that will appeal. The people outside because yes she's like she's of royal blood whatever so i think that appeals to the outside but it also appeals to the people inside because she's homegrown from paradise island like she wouldn't just, it appeal that she's royal to the inside or no because they hated the royalties no, right they hated the royalties yeah. yeah but it's like because they know her as krista oh like, right because wasn't the original king was the one who closed the walls well he was the one that locked them all in there right yeah but anyway like, that was like for their good though for everybody's own good. Yeah, but like obviously yeah. they don't see it that way, which yeah, again, anyway, I thought it was interesting. Just, Why do you yeah. guys think she fell into that role like for self-preservation or because just like she no had idea. to? I think she unless I'm missing something because it's been years, I feel like her character doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it is hard. I, I think it's don't. the years. I think it's the year gaps. I have I mean, to be I, honest. She was like the centerpiece of season three. Like yeah. her, she was the the reason for yeah. everything. And then she gets pregnant so that she doesn't have to eat Zeke. Mm-hmm. There were some issues that I had too. It's just like her randomly popping up with with dialogue throughout these last two episodes in points where I'm just like, where does this fit in? It's just like and like her talking, talking about Aaron in a way that. I don't know. Like, does she, mean, she even was a full blown Jaegerist? It seemed like she was like, I mean, like he gave us the option and like, we're going to fight so that we don't have to fight anymore. But it was kind of like no one else wants to fucking fight. That's yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't understand that monologue at all. Like, That's it. I was just talking I have, and I'm just like, I, I wasn't even I really listening. I'm like just the few time. I mean, it, it kind of, I guess, speaks to what Armin was saying to Aaron when Aaron's like, I did this that like no one would fight basically. And Armin's like, the only thing people are going to learn from this is that it's either fight or die type of deal so like maybe that's the realization of of that kind of happening to be honest i was just kind of more so looking at like just the time going by that like we have a new regimen like it has the it's the symbol of the guns now like i don't really yeah. i don't know really the girl we know the yawning girl right yawning girl 
Um, what? you don't remember like the, the at the podium, like they're cheering the Jaegerists and the girl that's yawning. Wasn't that the military police chick? Uh, if you're referring to that tweet that was like she like survived the whole series of yeah, Attack on Titan, yeah, just short hair. She has glasses. Yeah, yeah, she has short hair. If you're thinking the blonde girl, because there's guess, basically yeah. there was I saw a tweet basically that there was like one of the like yeah generals like from like season one like gets called out here like is it makes an appearance and like she made it the entire way through like one of the few to make it all the way That's through funny, actually yeah I um, liked you know speaking of funny too I love Reiner being like oh I just love Historia's handwriting and then he just smells the paper. <laughs> What a fucking weirdo. And, and what a, Jean's just like, it's fucking creepy when you lost over a married woman. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Pete comments about his hair and he's like, well, you know, it's for all the girls reading the history books just so they fucking know. He's the man. That was a great, I love that quote. It's like, he, he yeah. he's just like, ah, oh, yeah, like we just saved the world and I, my life sucks, but I want to look good for all these people. Yeah, that girl. Yeah. That's who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, But let's get to the <laughs> final, final post credit everything here. Um. So we flash forward again a little bit. Aaron obviously got the um, the the quote unquote proper burial. I don't know if we like he deserves proper burial after murdering eighty percent of the population, but for them, they, he deserved a proper burial. Um, they bury him at the tree uh, that is you know connected to all of them. Their tree, and Mikasa visits and just you know just saying how much she misses Aaron and uh, I could see you one last time. Yep, a bird, ironic, um, more symbolic, comes down, wraps the scarf even tighter around her neck to provide comfort and flies off. Um, and Mikasa knows that Aaron's kind of still watching her. So a little cheesy, That's but so funny is that I thought it was the opposite. I thought he would, the bird like loosened it so that she would like. Oh, I, I rewatched it twice because like, I had forget. it written. I had it written that the bird was trying to steal it. But yeah. if you look back, like it was loosely hanging. The bird comes, like looks like it's stealing it, but then it's like more tight around her neck. Very interesting. Um, but not not the end of our story. Um, so we get in the the credits as the credits are rolling. We kind of just get it's not even like scenes; they're just like images that are just fast forwarding. So years go by. There's um, people that visit Aaron's gravesite, and it was the same way in the manga. So it we are was not that his gravesite. Yes, that was his gravesite. So we're not meant to see really the faces of who is visiting him, but there is enough evidence that you can make the conclusion that Jean and Mikasa got married, had kids. Yeah, people think this. That was because the wow. the giveaway is like you can't really see who it is because it's such a small screen and it's but just he like had two gray people. hair. He had like the hair was like similar. He was wearing like the fedora Mikasa. I think like you could kind of maybe see the scarf. So it's not like very interesting, but it's so it's just supposed to say like, okay, Mikasa and Jean, they get married, have kids. Years go by. We see Mikasa is actually now dead. Her funeral has occurred. Years go by again and civilization is rising. Paradise Island is no longer just like this, like flat land. It's actually now become a city. Fast forward again. The cycle continues. War has broken out. Paradise Island is essentially nuked. We see a little boy walking to the tree that Ymir was walking to, which I think is also now coincidentally Aaron's gravesite. So he, th this little kid in the future walks to the tree that Aaron is buried at, and we are led to believe that he is going. That kid is going to stumble into life, what Ymir stumbled into. Then the cycle of hatred is going to continue, and so. 
the big complaint that everyone has is this whole story is about hatred and ending the cycle of war and hatred. Why the fuck are we, why are you going to give us the post credit scene of it just going back to square one? And I just, my counter argument is, is this isn't a story of love happiness. This is just a tragedy. Like the story is a fucked up story of society and paradise Island is nuked. We don't know how many years later it is, but it's, Obviously, well beyond Mikasa's years. I have to say, I think that they didn't do this um, this montage justice. It deserved. Really, like I a, thought it was. Ex- I mean, I thought it was it exactly deserved- how it was done in the manga. Yeah, so you much. wanted more, is what you're it saying? It should have been full screen fucking montage, not I post credit roll. Like, because I actually this was this came out after the oh, chapter so ended. I'm I'm literally looking at it right now, and I didn't even pay attention to these little screenshots dude i'm saying yeah exactly um this actually came out like after chapter 139 is the final chapter which is so annoying like like, you can't just do like 140 but anyway yeah it was like months yeah yeah. months after a a period of time after 139 ended this got released it was this um screen credit what you saw in the screen credits was what got released it was like 10 pages of images and you know i'm looking at it now it was it was literally like, uh, I see, I see, uh, I see the the fedora and the yeah, like you're supposed to, yeah, like, like they I don't ever store it. Kind of looks like even looks even more like Gene in yeah. the manga because it's closer. Like, comments you could say, see yeah, people in the comments are like, oh, it's Gene, I it's see Gene. A car. You see, like the they have the, kids, like they like eighteen eighteen nineties England looking like or whatever nineteen twenties, yeah. and then you see the bombs and the skyscrapers, and then you see the kid go in, and I liked in the actual montage. Sorry, in the credits, the kid looked like he had Aaron's scarf on. Did yes. you notice yeah, that? Yeah, that, that's the other thing is that apparently this might have been a descendant of Aaron as well. And uh, even like or, his gear, I mean, like, it looks maybe, like sorry, he's wearing Aaron. 3D ma- maneuver gear. Like it would be a Mikasa descendant. Yeah. Probably, but yeah. Anyway, I don't have a problem with it because it's like humans are we're terrible. always like we're terrible. trying to kill each other. And and. I guess the message is just like he did solve things for a period of time, but, but even before this kid may or may not, if he may or may not stumble across the founding Titans power, like they already humanity already nuked each other hundreds of years after Aaron ended what he ended. So that happened. It had nothing to do with Aaron. You know what I mean? It's just it's new just hate like is going to breed new like hate. A high level of thinking. Like things are going to be a utopia for a little bit, but like people are just never going to see eye to eye. That's just how it is. And so uh, I'm just curious now that you, Kyle, have seen these credits now, like, what do you think? Was the whole story a waste of time? Because again, like the big argument people make online is like, this whole thing was meant to stop the cycle of hate. But in the last five seconds, the cycle of hate starts over again. It's like, so what was the point of the show? But that wasn't well, know what this kid's going to do with it either. Yeah, and like, yeah. No I mean, is that the assumption is that he finds that the worm parasite? It's the assumption. So he just walks into the tree. That's it. Like he just walks yeah. into the tree. That is exactly the shot that Ymir walked into. But we oh, don't that's... see the we don't see the thing yeah. again. Like it's just him literally like walking into it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, this is funny because I remember being a bit confused. I thought this was like not as long after as those credit scenes made it seem because like there was. Like it looks like they have, there's like the title. Oh, I think it must have been like hundreds of years. Uh, I, th- so I think long. it's like two hundred yeah. years at least. Yeah. But I thought like the I, I saw like the the rumbling like footsteps, 
is what I saw. I, th- I thought I saw like, and like the puddles are like filling in like the huge footsteps that happened. Um, in the three years later montage. Okay. There you go. That's why I was all, cause I, yeah, I guess cause I'd skipped the whole in between montage. So I thought this was happening at, at a similar time. That's so funny. Um, cause I was like, Oh, it'd be so interesting to get like more story, like in the world, like a generation after where like the names like Armin and them are like, revered historical yeah like hallowed names like on you too haven't read the mistborn series but like mistborn does that where like you read the first three books and then like characters from the 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 next series the next trilogy is like you know 400 years in the future and like that's so cool like the character main characters from the first trilogy are like historical names that like get brought up every now and again so that's pretty freaking cool but now knowing it's way more time and they get nuked and stuff is i don't even know how to take that i don't know what the point of <laughs> of that is to be quite honest is my like initial gut reaction i almost wish i didn't know that <laughs> that's again one of those things you might just have to think on and you might flip but yeah i just think it's just this is not a happy story it's never been a happy story it's always been a depressing fucked up story and that's what the ending leaves us with um all right i'm gonna say i'm anti that because i guess that gets too deep into the idea that like human nature is unchangeable yeah supposed to be negative and bad yeah yeah we'll let you sit on it maybe so luke is currently i believe on season three um so who knows we i'm just this is kind of like our outro but of course we're going to talk about our favorite characters and other things too but um luke uh is currently on season three who knows with uh him finishing it and maybe after kyle sits on a little bit more we'll have maybe one more discussion on <laughs> we this we always again. say this we never do never it. do it but <laughs> this might be worth doing especially if luke enjoys setting. it yeah we'll see because he has been like binging it he's been like really enjoying it it seems like so um potentially be on the lookout for that i know the YouTube video for the the first one actually popped off a lot. So if if we get enough views and comments and things, we'll definitely give us more motivation to do something like that in the future. But to wrap it up, uh, if we want to go ahead, if uh, before we actually talk final characters, is any final thoughts on just the series final episode as a whole in general? Um, I guess it's just kind of what a journey, you know, a lot of interesting storytelling devices that I didn't envision this um this series getting into when we started it back in high school you know with like the first episode i'd never imagined this like non-linear storytelling and all that kind of stuff i could have never imagined where we ended so that's exactly what i I tell people is a success i think it's it's a worthwhile journey to take and you're obviously free to interpret the ending as you will I, i enjoyed watching this final episode this final movie this final chapter um i enjoyed a lot of the characters do i agree with a lot of the things that were done probably not was it incredibly satisfying maybe not but i am glad that like you know that i went on the journey and that we we did this so that in itself i think is a win you saw the end of alice in borderland i'm just curious on what like where you would stand like on because i know you were kind of the same way on the alice in borderland ending like you weren't like leaping over with joy ending. okay okay because i know you weren't like disappointed with the alice in borderland ending but it just wasn't maybe like didn't hadn't met expectations and it kind of felt like the vibes well, were maybe similar I think this is a better ending because it was a better story and a better yeah journey. agreed so where do you rank this anime 
Jesus. What a loaded Like, does question. the ending take away? Does it put it lower for you? Because um, I would not, say no for me, personally. It doesn't you know, put it, like, crazy lower. I think it's just very interesting and thought-provoking, for sure. And it's fun to talk about, so... Uh, so I just did some quick reading and um, in the end conversation that Aaron has with Armin initially in the manga, like Armin and we didn't talk about this. I wish we talked about it more, but he like thanks Aaron for turning himself into a mass murderer for our sake. I won't just let this transgression go to waste and people were really pissed. And actually the author changed it. So the dialogue in the anime is more like, um, you know, like, why the fuck did you do this? Like, eighty percent? Are you kidding me? Like, I'll see you in hell. Like that. Like, because the manga wow. painted Aaron as a martyr, and that was not apparently his message. He didn't want him to be painted as a martyr. He wanted him to. He wanted the audience to feel like he deserved, you know, mm-hmm. a fate of shittiness. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's um, take it, take with that as you will. Whatever the saying is, because I'm bad at sayings. <laughs> but I have a real like I, I'm thinking about this now. Like we're doing top five favorite characters. I just have a feeling <laughs> three at least of these characters are gonna be similar between all of us. So um I'll I'll start because I actually have a list. And if you guys don't, then this will give you a little bit of time. No you know what? We are gonna go particular order. We're gonna go Levi always number one. I'm going to go number two. This is where things get a little tough. I'm still going to give it to Erwin because Erwin's just the goat. Number three, we're giving it to Hanji, man. I, I she, <laughs> she rose the ranks really this this time around. So I'm going to give it to Hanji. Uh, four, we'll give it to Armin. Five, Jean over Connie. Unfortunately, like it's close between those two, but I'm going to give it to Jean. I think. Um, yeah, so I don't know if either of you two need a second or if one of you has your answers, if you want to go. I don't know if I have mine, but I can work it out as I go, probably. Mm-hmm. So number one's obviously Commander Irwin. Mm-hmm. Legend, that'll never change. Number two, I think we're going to say Reiner. Oh, that, I knew I was missing someone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew I was Reiner's, missing someone. Reiner's going to be two for me. Number three. I'll take out John and put in Reiner. Mm, that's tough. Three <laughs> fuck right we'll go. We'll go Levi from a pure like enjoyment of like his scenes perspective. Mm-hmm. Four will go Armin. No, four will go Aaron. Mm-hmm. Actually, three will go Aaron. Four will go Levi. And five will go. Oh man. This is Jean, Connie, and Connie. Armin is Hanji. Tough. You haven't said There's Hanji three. either. Yeah, I don't think she. Okay. Just just, I'm personally. just throwing out some names. Yeah, I was I'm just a big Sasha out. fan, but not like enough. I feel like to throw her in top five. So we'll just say Jean. If she was around a little bit longer, we'll it could have. I feel like Sasha could have been a good answer had she been around a little bit longer. We'll say Armin. Armin's five, and then honorable mention is going to be Onyan Capone. <laughs> All right, number one for me, Flock. <laughs> no, dude, it's fucking. It's Erwin. It's Hanji. It's Levi. It's Armin and Aaron. That's top five, man. It's so tough. I feel like there's all that's all no order, but that's top yeah. five. Like it's ah coward, no order. All right, <laughs> fine. Erwin number one. 
Honestly, Hanji number two. Okay. Levi. You're just laughing at me for putting her three. No, I was laughing at you because it's literally those three. Is oh, those are mine. I'm like yeah, thinking yeah. this whole I time like those like, are like got to be my top three. Yeah, they have to. Be. But what I should say, Hanji at two, Levi at three. I think honestly, Aaron's four, and then Armin. Like Aaron is the plot. He's the plot driver, you know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't endorse his actions, but yeah. Yeah. I think you and you, then like I want to tie like Gene, Connie, all the rest, like directly under them. The one thing for Aaron is just like I think uh, I mentioned this last year, Kyle, was that like he at the time for Crunchyroll was being nominated for best yeah. protagonist and antagonist. Like you just never see that though. That's what, like what makes Aaron's character like really unique and cool is that like it's just so hard to find a character that is both a protagonist and an antagonist. Yeah, um, I think that we didn't get enough Connie this episode. Let's be honest here. Oh yeah, I mean, because John had his moments. He was the one that detonated it. He's getting married. He's getting married to Mikasa. Connie just kind of like Connie's rides had to get shotgun. saved, basically. Yeah, yeah it kind of. We could have even got. We could have even had like a shot of him with his mom. You know, like we could have even gotten just that. We could have oh, had yeah. a shot of him fucking up some motherfucking titans. But like, I don't. I don't feel like yeah. he was. He was like unconscious. And like he was just like in the in the background. He was hanging. Yeah, he was yeah. literally just hanging there. Yeah, yeah. Already, any any final final thoughts now? No, it's just crazy that I now exist in a world where I know the <laughs> ending to Attack on Titan. Welcome, brother. Welcome, yeah. man. Twenty twenty one, April twenty twenty one is when the final chapter came out, which is yeah. crazy. It's just nice to be able to consume some content now. Two and a half years, man. All right, that will be it for today's and all days <laughs> coverage potentially of attack on titan <laughs> yeah. hopefully we we can do one more we'll see if this if this garners enough likes and comments we'll, we'll see you where that goes but we still got jujitsu kaisen going um <laughs> we are i'm blanking on so many things we're covering uh we just finished covering gen v we are currently covering invincible um follow the house of usher it's i know spooky season's over but everyone should still go check out that show um blanking on everything else that we're doing in this upcoming schedule said Kyle. Invincible. i said invincible beacon 23 beacon 23 that was the one yeah. that's the one uh very much looking forward to covering that show murder at the end of the world yes there we go that looks like a, gonna be a good one and Percy jackson and the olympians and uh oh now that gen v rep we got the official announcement that the boys will be coming out season four in 2024 you best believe we'll be covering that but do you see that tweet you guys saw the tweet because you tweeted it but you retweeted it <laughs> about um the homelander about how like butcher knows about the virus oh, yeah. all that shit it's pretty cool all right. If you like what you heard, give Bingetown a TV, uh, Bingetown TV a follow on all socials at Bingetown TV. The works, you know, where all those those places are at. Be sure to join our growing Discord. You know, we love chatting with you guys. Definitely join that. We and please join it for this specific one too, because we have there's obviously we have so much confusion, so much that we obviously don't understand. And if you guys want to help us, uh, uh, break help us break down the ending as well. You know. Put your thoughts there. Definitely also in the YouTube comments as well. We would love to go through, um, chat with you guys about that. So lastly, uh, for all of our podcast episodes, uh, coverages, interviews, yada, 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 go check out our catalog on bingetowntv.com. And if I didn't say it enough, once again, we are Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. Shinzo Sasagirigo. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 